Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. How many times have we been here before? How many pieces have to break? So many reasons not to celebrate. But I hate to see you crying, so let's drink before goodbye. I got a bottle I've been saving Republican debate was held this week, and Vivek Ramaswamy started by saying that the GOP had become a party of losers. Weirdly, a party of losers was also how NBC advertised the debate. <laughs> Ramaswamy then criticized rival Nikki Haley's daughter for having a TikTok account. He also stressed that it's not important how he knows her daughter has a TikTok account. <laughs> That's the joke. Well done, SNL. You didn't get a lot of good ones, but that was definitely a good one. Is uh, you hit, <laughs> See, it's a good joke because it hints at it, right? But uh, yeah, so what were you doing looking at her TikTok? Then Nikki Haley responded to the attack by saying, leave my daughter out of your voice, <laughs> which was pulled directly from the Japanese subtitles of the Will Smith slap. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, yeah. Oh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I, I, I will say, like I said, you know, SNL routinely disappoints me, so I try not to watch too much of it because I don't want to set myself up for it. The open was... Anyway, uh, but the you know weekend update has come and gone, and weekend update had a couple of good ones this weekend. The FBI has launched a corruption investigation into New York Mayor Eric Adams by seizing two of his cell phones, one named Work Phone and the other named Shorties and Shady Stuff. <laughs> Just in case you get confused. And then, see, here's here's the thing, uh, you know, the SNL and NBC and largely anyway, uh, operates as an extension of the Democratic National Party, right? So uh, the DNC operates through uh, SNL. And once you understand that and you look at the way they style their humor, and I don't mean like, you know, it's some orchestrated plan. I mean, you know, like there could be a tax, like an in-kind contribution issue. You know, if you want campaign contributions for all of the SNL contributions, same for, you know, the... Uh, Colbert and for Kimmel, but um, in any case, SNL in particular. So the fact that they will brutally criticize and satirize President Biden should tell you something about where the Democrats are these days, right, in terms of Biden. And it's a, a fair question. I mean, I don't know if you saw the video of him over the weekend at the veterans event where the the Marine there, I think, is I think it's Marine is having to tell him, you know, no here, no, no, no here, no, sir, you know, over like it's awful when you're watching. You just it's not funny. And I even said to Jake, I said it's it's not fun to make fun of. Even it's so bad. It's just like somebody needs to come get Grandpa off the stage. Like this is not healthy. This can't possibly be a good situation. Anyway, so uh, Colin Jost made the comment. This is a fairly good one. After new polls show Donald Trump leading Joe Biden, Democratic strategists are calling Biden's re-election campaign a five-alarm fire, which is scary for Biden, because in a fire, you have to use the stairs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> which is fair, and yet not really funny, if you think about it. Not because it's mean. That's not the part that's you're missing the point. Don't learn how to be offended before you see the truth. Six uh, seven fourteen here on News Radio ninety two three, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay, Pensacola Morning News. Uh, great weekend over the weekend. Had a blast at Egg Fest. Um, you know, 
organization that raises a bunch of money for charity every single year. Got a chance to talk to my good friend uh, Lisa Longlighter, you know, now married to a former police chief and now uh, chief deputy at the Escambia County Sheriff's Office. Lisa. All right, so we're here with uh, Lisa Longlighter. She is the organizer of EggFest this year. Lisa, big year, lots of people, lots of money raised for charity. Yes, so I am the organizer along with Jared Hall and Doug Hall and a, t- a big team, and we um, are very pleased. Friday night at the VIP auction, we raised over 35000 which is a record year for us. And then coming into the event today, we had record sales and tickets. And so I feel like what that really means is we're going to give a lot more money away to charities. There's seven of them. And so that's what thrills us. That's why we do this. And over the years, about, a, what, 11 years now and this over $600,000? So we're right at almost 670 and wow. so... Well, I'm hoping to go over 700000 this year. So. Well, great event. Lots of people, lots of smiles, lots of thank full you. bellies. Lisa, as always, thanks for what you do for the community. Thank you. And um, you were a judge. How was your experience? As always, fantastic. Awesome. I mean, it just, you know, can't be better. It's fantastic. Excellent. You have a very good palate. I appreciate you. <laughs> thanks, Lisa. All right. We'll see you later. <laughs> I'm okay for a civilian. <laughs> I know how to eat, and I know uh, what looks good, tastes good, and feels good inside the mouth, which is what you judge these things on. But, no, it was really fantastic uh, yesterday. And, as always, packed out, big crowd, fun on the infield. Wahoo Stadium is a perfect venue for it. And, um, yeah, I don't need to eat for about four days is how that's going to work. 7.15, I would like to say, but I, it's probably not going to be true. 7.15 here on News Radio 92.3. I certainly won't be eating any, any more blueberry yogurt anytime soon. Um, Jake has got traffic on the fives. <laughs> We're still looking good out there this morning. Highway 29 is accident-free from the Atmore cutoff in Molino through Cantonment. Uh, as I almost dropped my microphone, Nine Mile is accident-free, not showing any delays in Car City. Uh, if you're on Highway 90, it's clear all the way through Milton and Pace. Uh, Lily and Jackson, Navy and New Warrington, all accident-free on the west side as well. And 98 is looking good. This traffic report is brought to you by Executive Landscaping. Executive Landscaping is big enough to get the job done, yet small enough to care. Call 250-3756 for a no-hassle estimate. That's 250-3756 for Executive Landscaping. If you have traffic info to report seeing uh, anything slowing you down out there let me know 437-1620 this is news radio 92.3 informative local dependable you know uh, we're always talking about christine leavenworth and her team at leavenworthy realty and all the homes they sell and that's true okay don't get me wrong they sell a lot of homes you know um 230 last year which is amazing for her being in this business for only about what seven years i think but also on the buying side you know as a buyer's agent uh one of the advantages you get with them is that they know so well how to sell homes that they know how to see the world from the seller's perspective, I mean, really, really effectively. And so they will know how to work within that perspective to get you the best possible deal on that home and to know, you know, hey, they'll take this or, hey, there's going to be three offers on this home or, you know, hey, you know, you can get a better deal. Like, I mean, all of that stuff is expertise that they bring. And what I always think is if I could go back in history, you know, and rebuy like our first home, which was an adventure. <laughs> I'll just say it was an adventure. And if I could go back and rebuy our first home with somebody like Christina Leavenworth, oh my God, what a blessing. Somebody who's going to really explain everything to you, walk you through the process, teach you how to do it well, right, the first time, and get you a fantastic result. Like that's even more so, even more so than when you're selling home. Buying that first home is such a challenging thing. And to have somebody like her on your side, what a blessing. Anyway, 850 723 9158 for Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leavenrinky Realty. We interrupt the Strength for Life program schedule to remind you that it's football season. If you're a teen guy in the Pensacola area, Northstone Baptist Church's team program invites you to participate in a guys-only flag football tournament we will be hosting this Saturday, November 18th. 
Bring some of the boys and join us for a six-on-six -six flag football competition on our 11 acres of property, and then food on the grill after the tournament is over. The games begin at 2.30 p.m., and the event will end at 5.30 p.m. The tournament is open to all young men from 7th to 12th grade. You can find Northstone Baptist Church in northwest Pensacola, just west of the intersection of Pine Forest and Nine Mile. So look us up and join us for an afternoon of competition this Saturday from 2.30 to 5.30 at Northstone. For more information about the church, visit northstonebaptist.org. To learn more about our weekly Strength for Life programs, videos, and other media, visit strengthforlife.church or our YouTube channel, Strength for Life Pensacola. Let's be honest, nobody likes taxes, but they are necessary to maintain roads, support schools, and fund public services. Wouldn't it be great if someone else paid our taxes? In Escambia County, they do. Our beautiful community draws millions of visitors who spend over a billion dollars each year. The taxes they pay help lower the tax burden for locals. Tourism works for all residents and businesses in Escambia County. This message brought to you by Visit Pensacola. Celtic Angels Christmas captivates audiences of all ages with the magic of Christmas. Celtic Angels Christmas features five beautiful women with glorious harmonies combined with the stunning dance routines of the Celtic Night Dancers. Join us for award-winning song, dance, and music like nothing you've seen before as Celtic Angels Christmas carries you to Ireland on wings of music. Celtic Angels Christmas coming to the Pensacola Sanger Theater Friday, November 24th. Tickets available online or at the Sanger Box Office. This is Paul Epstein with Running Wild. Join me this Wednesday at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Discover why we at Running Wild are the running and fitness experts in the Pensacola and Fairhope communities specializing in fitting you in the best shoe, apparel, and training for your unique needs. We pride ourselves on serving, training, and encouraging you to reach your goals. So bring your questions this Wednesday at 10. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM. 1620. Never miss a breaking news story or important weather update again. Download the News Radio Pensacola app and opt in for push notifications. Okay, wins. Flawless victory fatality. Mortal Kombat guy, Jake? Oh, yes. <laughs> My parents did not want me to have that game, and I snuck it into the house, oh. and I would play it after they went to bed. Wait, uh, Sega? Nintendo? Which uh, it was have? Sega. Sega, yeah. okay. Yeah. The Sega one has some pretty cool music to it that's not in the arcade game yeah. version, but uh, that I got fatality. <laughs> <laughs> 720 on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Interesting interview on Fox News Sunday yesterday with Nikki Haley, who... Um, She's my pick for last two standing. Uh, most likely outcome, I would think, would be uh, President Trump and Vice President Nikki Haley as candidates. And then, you know, I mean, she just brings an awful lot to that ticket. We'll see. I mean, we're still, we haven't had a primary yet, you know, so it's all this like, what do you think is going to happen in six months? Well, you know, or in two months. Um, but, you know, the question that she was being asked by um, Shannon Bream was, you're losing to Trump. Why are you losing to Trump? Which... You know, nobody's won or lost yet. I mean, I know the polls say one thing, but you got to actually have the votes. And, you know, the first vote is not a nationwide poll. The first vote is, you know, in Iowa. They do caucuses. It's a weird system. And, you know, you got to be winning there anyway. So, but okay, fine. You know, in the 
popularity contest, polling, she's losing, right? Well, let's talk about a little bit of the realities, though. I mean, President Trump is up 30 to 40 points in most polls out there on the entire rest of the field. Governor DeSantis picked up Governor Reynolds, uh, much coveted endorsement in Iowa, along with a number of other leaders there. He now has the highest favorables in the GOP field in Iowa, including President Trump. And then this headline from The Hill yesterday, it says, Trump's massive lead in polls deals blow to the rival's electability case. They talk about polls from New York Times, CNN, CBS News, Emerson, all showing President Trump leading President Biden uh, in a head-to-head -head matchup. You do better in those polls, but how do you convince uh, primary voters to abandon somebody who's up by 30, 40 points when this argument about him being able to beat President Biden is, in many of these polls, being muted? I mean, you know, you kind of think she's just going to get up and leave like, I'm done. You're right. <laughs> You know, but of course they have you know eternal optimism. But no, Shannon is right that the recent poll showing that Trump wins the battleground states over Biden has been a huge shift in the analysis of this presidential campaign. Which again, we're still a long way from the general election. Um, but the argument that I had been making, frankly, was that I don't think Trump can win the general election against Joe Biden, or at least that's the risk. Nikki Haley destroys Biden in the general election. Governor DeSantis beats him in the general election, um, in my opinion. And, I, you know, the, the problem was I don't think that Trump can win. And that's the Democrats. That's why they want Trump. They want Trump versus Biden because he's the one they think they can beat, right? So how do you respond to all of this, Nikki Haley? Everybody else is out fundraising. You're getting more endorsements than you are. Trump is ahead in every case. And even in the swing states, you can't really make that argument anymore. Well, I think, first of all, you know, I think certainly Trump has um, some strong support. I've always said he was the right president at the right time, and I agree with a lot of his policies. The problem is drama and chaos follow him, whether fairly or not. It is constantly following him, and Americans feel for it, feel it. And so I think you can look at that with our elections over and over again. We pay the price for it. So here's the problem with that as an answer. True, irrelevant. That's not a bug. That's a feature. Like, that's why people love him is the drama. They love him for the, you know, no holds barred approach. The rules don't apply to me kind of approach because he gets things done. It says what they want to say and what they wish they had the courage to say. I mean, all of that stuff. So she's saying people don't want him because of the drama. I'm saying the people who support Trump don't mind actually like a lot of the drama and the more criticism he gets, the more they are, you know, locked into him. But also she's not answering the question. The question is, why is he so far ahead of you? And her answer is, well, he shouldn't be because he's all this drama, but he is. And unless you can explain the why he is and also talk to the people who support him in a way that will pull them over. And I don't think you can go to the average Trump supporter and be like, you know, your guy is loudmouth and creates drama. Oh, I hadn't noticed. <laughs> Like, that's not going to persuade them. So you can't get locked into your own view of the flaws of a candidate who's outperforming you. You have to think about how you can persuade people from within their political view how you might be a better solution to what they want, which is like basic rhetoric and reasoning 101 is get inside the other person's viewpoint, see their values as legitimate, and then try to persuade them that their values better lead to your conclusion than the one they already hold. Like, that's just... I mean, that's 101 in terms of persuasion, right? And she's just not doing that here. But she does give it a shot. 
And I think what's really important is we need to have someone who can win the general election as well. We need to make sure that we have a new conservative leader. Republicans have lost the last seven out of eight popular votes for president. The way you do that is you send someone in there that doesn't just beat Biden by two or three points like Trump does. You get somebody that beats Biden between nine and 13 points. That way we win up and down the ticket, governor's races, congressional seats, all of those seats. That's what we're trying to do is not just win the presidential. We want to win across the board. I can do that. And that's the focus that we have. She's trying, but and, and a valiant try. OK, valiant try. You know, I can beat Biden easier and bring more governors and senators and representatives along with me and maybe swing some of those races in the, you know, the House proportion over. OK, but here's what I think she might be up against. Um, there's a I might be wrong about this kind of a new thought for me, but I'm th- I believe that there might be a kind of investment gamblers payoff big win sort of factor involved in Trump. I'll explain in just a second. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Ooh, nice teaser. Thank I you. like that. I'm, I'm all right, stick it. around. Once in a while. Uh, <laughs> if you're headed to Pensacola on Highway 98 westbound uh, in the Tiger Point area at the Avalon Garcon Point intersection, it's starting to slow down. Highway 29 south through Cantonment, there's a little slowdown before uh, nine and a half mile and then on down uh, to, to Detroit Boulevard. Uh, Highway 90 through Milton and Pace is looking good so far. This traffic report is brought to you by Torgerson Causey Insurance Benefits. If you need help with planning your business benefits, let Torgerson Causey help lead the way. Go to tcbenefitsgroup.com. If you have any traffic info to report, text 437-1620, News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. All right, here, here, here's my theory. The first time I'm saying this out loud, so um, it, bear with me. Um, People who supported Trump in 2016, he was the longest of long shots and everybody was against him until they weren't, and myself included. And there was a very unusual kind of satisfaction for Trump supporters to finally get their guy a win, somebody who represents them, who sees their point of view, and does all the things they wish they could make happen in politics, right? It was kind of a, oh my God, it's really happening, payoff. And then when he was a president... That kept paying off that same way, you know, doing all the things that he did. And they thought maybe they could win again in, you know, 2020. And then, of course, he lost. And very dis- and so so badly disappointing that, you know, drawn into the mindset of, well, it must have been a fraud or whatever, okay? But still, it was a loss. And, you know, when you think your team is going to win and they're long shot and then they win, you're like, yes! And then when they go again and they don't win, you're like, oh, man! But then they run again and there's another chance for redemption, Right. And so my, my theory is that for a lot of people who support Trump, it's not just about, you know, well, maybe we can get this victory or maybe we can get a person. It's really like if we can pull off the magic again in 2016, like, we, you know, like we did in 2016, huge win for us, huge satisfaction. All these people who were against us and have been criticizing us, you know, if we can win, we can prove them wrong. Like there's all of this kind of emotional investment in the possibility of succeeding and triumphing and coming back, and beating all the odds in the deep state and everything else, you just don't have that with the safe bet, Nikki Haley. You know, I'm not a gambler. I mean, I've gambled in the past, but I'm not a gambler. I don't like to gamble. I like to win. I don't like to gamble. Some people like to gamble. There's bigger emotional reward when you gamble and win, right? There's like virtually no, I mean, picking Nikki Haley is like, you know, well, we, you know, she's going to win and that'll be that. But how's that any fun? <laughs> you know, there's... I, we want the magic, baby. Yes, yes. And she's not the Trump magic. She just isn't. 
I mean, she's fantastic, but she's not that, right? If you're a, a Trump supporter. Anyway, uh, tell me what you think, 437-1620. David Wayne's got our headlines in the newsroom. David? A uh, campus police officer at Virginia State University is apparently in stable condition now after being injured in a shooting yesterday. Uh, local police there say he was checking out a disturbance and somebody shot at him and ran away. Uh, that did put the school in lockdown for a while. Uh, traffic looks good on I-10 here, but boy, on the other side of the country, uh, it's looking pretty rough. <laughs> I-10 is shut down in Los Angeles because of a large pallet fire. Apparently this was at a pallet yard underneath of I-10. And uh, it caused a lot of, of course damage that's there. that's where you store all the wood. Yep. <laughs> Underneath the overpass. What could go wrong? Well, how could this yeah. be a problem? You guys got any gasoline we can store under here, too? Good <laughs> Lord. So just, just to clarify, it's a fire that's large made of pallets, not a fire made of large pallets, right? I believe so, okay, yeah. Good. I believe the that's how it works. average yeah. size. Okay, mm-hmm. fair enough. Yeah. Average size pallets, but a lot but of a them. A lot of yeah. them. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Uh, David, thanks so much for the update. We'll be back in just a minute. Fox News, I'm CJ Papa. Busy section of the I-10 freeway in downtown Los Angeles has shut down after a massive fire Saturday damaged it. Investigation could reveal today how stable it is and when could it reopen after repairs. Governor Gavin Newsom. That question will be determined on the basis of safety. The roadway carries more than 300,000 vehicles a day. The U.N. holding a ceremony this morning for the more than 100 employees killed in the fighting in Gaza between Israel and Hamas. There will be a moment of silence at about 9.50 Eastern time. Plenty of fighting, though, around the Al-Shifra hospital in Gaza. We understand that the Israelis have offered the hospital some fuel and also the evacuation of civilians, but they've been having trouble in the communication with Hamas and also the health ministry inside Gaza that reportedly refused the fuel that was offered by the Israelis. Fox's training inks in southern Israel. America's listening to Fox News. Seven thirty-one at News Radio ninety-two-three. Good morning. I'm David Wayne. Fifty-nine degrees right now. Partly cloudy skies. Make that mostly cloudy skies this morning. Flomaton, Alabama police will have to make some repairs on a couple of their patrol cars after they were damaged during a chase last week. The department says officers were chasing a suspect that had fled from police in Bruton. Uh, one of the Flomaton officers was reportedly able to bring the chase to an end with a pit maneuver. Police do say suspect Devonte Knight was arrested after being tased two times. Officers say they found drugs, including crack, cocaine, marijuana, spice, powdered cocaine, meth, MDMA, and LSD, all in that vehicle. Knight now facing several felony charges, including assault, eluding, and drug possession, and trafficking. The military community here in northwest Florida mourning the unexpected loss of an airman from Eglin Air Force Base. The U.S. Air Force says Captain Nicholas Brown assigned to the 33rd Fighter Wing in Eglin, was found dead in the Gulf of Mexico over the weekend. He was an instructor pilot for the 58th Squider Fighter Squadron. Uh, the details around Brown's death are still being investigated. Deputies in Okaloosa County have is- had issued an aqua alert for him on Friday night. There was a big turnout on Pensacola Beach for the Veterans Day Parade over the weekend. There's two reasons we're on this earth anyway, as God and the people sacrifice for us. So that's why we don't forget. That is Don Miller. He's a veteran and a Pensacola resident. Talked with Channel 3, and there was a turnout of hundreds of people despite a potential for rain over the weekend. The uh, parade grand marshal was Colonel Allison Black. 
Uh, Scambia County deputies say they're looking for a missing pregnant woman. The sheriff's office says they're looking for 25-year-old Tashara Olissa Jones. She was last seen Sunday morning. Jones described as being 5'4", about 130 pounds, pregnant with long braids past her waist. The sheriff's office says she was last seen driving a silver Kia Forte. There is a photo of the missing woman on the sheriff's office Facebook page. And if you have any information, contact their deputies. Well, we learned over the weekend South Carolina Senator Tim Scott would be dropping out of the presidential race. I am race. suspending my campaign. I, I think the voters uh, who are the most remarkable people on the planet have been really clear that they're telling me not, not now, now, Tim. Tim. Scott broke that news to Fox (laughs) News over the weekend. Uh, Now Governor Ron DeSantis reacting to it. He called Scott a strong conservative with ideas about how to get the country back on track. Said he respects Scott's courage to run the campaign. Former President Trump has not commented. No, I get that same comment. Not now, David, quite a few times. (laughs) Hopefully you don't give it to me. Let's get a look at our traffic on the five. (laughs) Oh, man. If you're headed to Pensacola on 98, uh, westbound at Avalon, um, Garson Point intersection there is starting to slow down. It's already backed up past uh, Ronnie's car wash. Highway 29 south through Cantonment. A little slowdown from the uh, traffic lights there along the way. Highway 90 through Milton and Pace is still checking in clear. I-10 and I-110 are flowing smoothly. And uh, looks like both gates, uh, the gates at NES Pensacola and uh, NES Whitingfield are not showing any major backup. This traffic report is brought to you by Barberry Plumbing. When it's time to call a plumber, call the best of the Bay winner, Barberry Plumbing, at 477-8782. If you have traffic info to report, 437-1620. This is News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. We will have a nice day today with a small chance of rain, 20% overall with a high near 69 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 57. Rain chance increases on Tuesday with an 80% chance of showers. Wet day ahead with 61 degrees for your high. Tuesday night, temperatures dropping near 59. The wet pattern continues into Wednesday with another 80% chance of rain through Wednesday afternoon. 64 degrees for your high, 61 for your low. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Right now, 59 in Pensacola, 60 in Gulf Breeze. It's 59 in Milton and our next news at 8 o'clock breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. I'm Jennifer Koshenko with your money now. Boeing and Emirates are reportedly close to a major order of 777 jets, which would further bolster the airline's existing position, flying world's largest fleet of the wide-body aircraft type. The deal's expected to feature several dozen of the jets. That would add to Emirates' existing order backlog for 155 of the 777X aircraft. Emirates is also reportedly looking to add some of Boeing's 787 aircraft in the order, as well as negotiating with Airbus for an order of A350 planes. She helped keep the U.S. out of a recession this summer. Now she's affecting air travel. Like hurricanes, blizzards, or wildfires, Taylor Swift prompted an airline to waive ticket change fees after the pop star postponed a show in Argentina's capital scheduled for Friday until Sunday because of heavy rain. Chilean airline LATAM said it was waiving both ticket change fees and differences in fare for those affected. On Wall Street, futures a bit lower after stocks rallied on Friday. That's your money now. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. From our spectacular beaches to the miles of rivers and unspoiled forests, the Gulf Coast offers some of the best family adventure around. And the Subaru Crosstrek and Subaru Forester are the perfect family vehicles to explore every dune and unpaved trail in Northwest Florida. Both come standard with sure-footed symmetrical all-wheel drive to take you deep into the wild places you love. The Crosstrek is powered by a 182-horsepower Subaru Boxer engine that adds plenty of go to any 
adventure. And the Forester boasts 9.2 inches of ground clearance to get you through every wilderness challenge. There's more than enough room for your gear and plenty of options to make the Crosstrek or Forester fit your lifestyle. In a Subaru, the destination is the journey. So grab the kids and the dog and follow your own path to adventure. Love is out there at Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Rumors of Fleetwood Mac, the world's finest tribute to Fleetwood Mac, returns to the stage in 2023. A brand new show celebrating the very best of Fleetwood Mac. A unique opportunity for fans both old and new to rediscover the songs and performances that have ensured Fleetwood Mac's place as one of the most loved groups of all time. Personally endorsed by Fleetwood Mac founding member Mick Fleetwood. Live at Pensacola Sanger Theater on November 22nd. The ultimate tribute to Fleetwood Mac. Tickets are on sale now from Ticketmaster.com. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. War breaks out between Israel and Hamas. Starting with our top three stories today, the latest in Israel is Hamas released two hostages. A militant couple who was in Israel when the Hamas attacks began has arrived back home safely. When we were leaving, Governor DeSantis says it's important to stand with Israel. Most of the deaths of our own servicemen. We're pursuing every avenue to bring their loved ones home. I got to give the president credit for keeping you informed with a local emphasis. News Radio 92.3. 92.3. Informative. Local. Can't you see? I'm so anything that's happening there is the fault of Hamas. Hamas could end it by releasing the hostages and doing an unconditional surrender. So that's what these people should be complaining about. That's what they should be saying. They should not be complaining about Israel defending itself. Agreed, agreed. Um, but it was the next set of comments in Muscatine, Iowa, that... Um, Made a little bit of news over the weekend. Governor DeSantis, of course, speaking there ahead of the primaries or the caucuses coming up uh, not that far in the future. What are you supposed to do? I mean, I used to say even when they would just fire the normal rockets, because they've been firing these rockets for years and years. And I thought to myself, like, if the Bahamas were firing rockets into Fort Lauderdale, like, we would not accept that for, like, one minute. I mean, we would just level. Uh, it would, we would never be willing to live like that as Americans. So why should they not be able to do, and not just the rockets, sending they, the terrorists go in, massacring more Jews than at any day since the Holocaust. They have no choice uh, but to end this decisively. So they'll have my support to do that. Why did he just declare war on the Bahamas? <laughs> Like, that's an odd place to put your presidential campaign is I'm imagining this, you know, poor fellow in the Bahamas. He's just sitting there minding his own business, watching YouTube one day. It's like, oh, Governor DeSantis is speaking. Let's find out what he has to say. Wait, the what obliterate what? <laughs> you know, and 
you know, he, he kind of said it in passing. He didn't really fixate on the idea of leveling the Bahamas, but it was there. Like, if the Bahamas were firing rockets into Fort Lauderdale, like, we would not accept that for, like, one minute. I mean, we would just level. It would. We would never be willing to live like that as Americans. I, I do think there's a part of him that knows that, you know, leveling the Bahamas is not really the necessarily the always proportionate response to a few rockets coming into Fort Lauderdale. You probably couldn't just nuke them or whatever. It just, it sounds good at a rally. And then all of a sudden you say, it, you're like, oh man, I, but I do believe in like military law and the UCMJ and you know, that kind of stuff. So, okay, fine. Fair enough. Um, but uh, you know, this is how my brain works. Um, the things that it makes me think of is that you can never, never, never say the Bahamas without me thinking. I've got a car now. Oh, wow. How'd you get a car? Oh, my folks drove it up here from the Bahamas. You're kidding. It must be the Bahamas or islands. So, <laughs> no? What? You're not a dead milkman fan? Oh, uh, no, nah, yeah. It's well, about a certain kind of super cool Camaro. Yeah. Okay. My I older brother would have been right there. Yeah, already. all right, fine. I thought I, I thought I might get you with that one, Jake. Uh, so moving to other matters. I lost so, cool points this morning. Uh, yeah, somebody did. Maybe maybe not you. <laughs> anyway, uh, yesterday, long interview. Benjamin Netanyahu talking to Kirsten Welker. Mr. Prime Minister, can you tell us how will you know when you have achieved your objective and how close are you to that goal? We've set a, a specific target. That is to destroy Hamas's military capabilities and to destroy its governance capabilities over the the, the two million people that it holds hostage in Gaza. That is something that we are achieving step by step, and I assure you we'll complete the task. So what she wants to know is how will you know? And he says, well, here's how we'll know, you know, if we have degraded their capacity to fight and to govern, right? If you want peace, destroy Hamas. If you want security, destroy Hamas. If you want a future for Israel, the Palestinians, the Middle East, Destroy Hamas. I mean, that's a fairly straightforward message, and... We're absolutely intent on achieving it. And what I can tell you, Kirsten, is given the extraordinary performance of the Israeli army in the last few days, the last few weeks, we're going to achieve it. We'll do it with as few civilian casualties as we can and with maximum uh, casualties on the, uh, on the Hamas terrorists, which we're uh, achieving day by day, hour by hour. We'll He's... complete the task. Victory. Victory. I love that. We complete the task. Victory. I'll say it right here. So how long does it take? Well, he says, well, how long did it take you to, you know, solve ISIS and, and Al-Qaeda? You know, I mean, not that long. It won't take quite that long. But here's one thing he said that I thought was very interesting. It's kind of the point that has been sort of consistently being made uh, most vociferously by Netanyahu, but kind of they've been hinting at this all along. I would say the ground offensive that we began is actually reducing the amount of civilian casualties because the population, the civilian population in Gaza is heeding our call to vacate uh, the territories, the zone of fighting, get out of harm's way. Even though Hamas is trying to keep them in harm's way, uh, we're succeeding in that. So the level of civilian casualties is coming uh, is coming down, importantly, and our military successes are coming up. That's important as well. So what he's saying here is very interesting because he's saying two things. Uh, one that he says here, one that he says a little bit later, uh, because she asks, is there a deal in the offing to trade back hostages? And he says there was originally rumors, but that turned out to be hokum, his words. But now that we are really threatening Gaza, uh, threatening Hamas, they are realizing that they have to, they might have to make a deal with us. And so we have real leverage to get our hostages back. Same thing for the civilians. We drop leaflets and say, get out. And, you know, some of them do. But we actually invade and we start destroying things. And then we have real leverage saying you need to get out now and we'll make, you know, we'll make opportunities for you to leave. 
you know, strategic closures of the or stopping of uh, hostilities for three month, three hours here, four hours there, not across the whole area, but in you know strategic portions. Um, that is also protecting civilians from being destroyed in the invasion because you're getting them out of harm's way. Now, what critics will say, of course, is that well, compared to not killing anybody, you're killing some. It's better than not. You know, that's way worse than um, you know killing no nobody, which is if you didn't invade. But what Israel will say is, well, kill nobody is not an option. Did you not see what happened a month ago? We cannot let them exist. So given that Israel has a right to destroy Hamas, then what's the best way to do that and minimize civilian casualties? And he would say, well, like this. And, you know, even when it comes to, like, the hospital has been all in the news in the last day. And that's, I mean, it's horrible stuff. It's genuinely horrible stuff, some of the things that are happening right now. But he says, look, Hamas builds there on purpose. We've done everything we can to help protect them. We've offered them fuel they wouldn't take it. We even, you know, tried to, like, do an outside separate field hospital and take those folks off of their hands and, you know, to do something to separate the civilians from Hamas. But, of course, Hamas does not want that. And when we create safe passage, they fire on their own civilians fleeing. What do you think that we can do? It's it's not possible to do the things that you want us to do. We'll come back to this in a second. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Well, if you're headed into Pensacola on Highway 98, um, we are having some really bad slowdown westbound at the Avalon Garcon Point intersection there in Tiger Point. Um, Highway 29 south through Cantonment, also seeing some slow roll there starting at Neal Road, going all the way past the raceway. Highway 90 through Milton and Pace, still looking pretty good. I-10 and I-110 are flowing smoothly, and the gates at NES Pensacola and uh, Whiting Field are looking good as well. If you have traffic info to report this morning, text me at 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. Oh, this is where my uh, where, where you guys are as an audience. I love this. I got a text here at 437-1620. Um, as re- regarding the threat to Bahamas or the threat from the Bahamas to Fort Lauderdale, the hypothetical that DeSantis was offering, <laughs> right. uh, somebody says, um, you got to keep those Bahamians in line. You know, if they were thinking about it, they'll think twice now. <laughs> They're going to put y'all, down their Mai Tai. Y'all, y'all are so wrong in all the right possible ways, all the best possible ways. Anyway, so uh, back to back to Netanyahu. This, again, trying to protect civilians and get them out of harm's way. We're fighting a war in which we are trying, doing our best uh, in, a, in, a, in a way that very few armies have done to give a, a corridor, a safe corridor for civilians to get out of harm's way. As we're doing that, Hamas is firing on the safe corridors that we're giving to the Palestinian civilians. So against uh, all these obstacles, we're still calling on civilians to leave. And for that, we create pauses. That is a four-hour pause, three-hour pause in this, in a particular area while the fighting proceeds elsewhere, to let the civilians out of harm's way. Right, and she asks him, you know, can you win without, uh, I love the question, can you win without international support? He's like... Uh, Global support? We will win this war. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you don't understand. We will win. Um, you know, we've got the moderate Arabs with us. We've got the U.S. with us. we got much of Europe with us. It's all true. Um, but then, you know, good note as far as the people who are protesting on behalf of Hamas. Now, I always have to draw the distinction. Some people are protesting on behalf of the uh, citizens, the children, the women, uh, you know, of, of Palestine um, or of Gaza, if, if you prefer that term, which is a little bit technically more accurate. Um, they're not often they're not protesting on behalf of Hamas. But, man, that line gets blurry. It does. That line gets very, very blurry. And the people who are so opposed to Israel and are protesting on behalf of the Gazans um, – 
some of them go all the way towards therefore supporting Hamas and almost defending their right to do whatever they do. I've seen, I've heard people say this kind of stuff. Um, but also, if they don't quite go that far, it's hard to know where to draw that line, you know? So that's part of the challenge is protesting for the one spills over pretty quickly into protesting on behalf of the other and... Those who protest for Hamas, you're protesting for sheer evil. There are a lot of misguided people out there who don't, don't know the facts. You're talking to people who deliberately targeted civilians, who raped and murdered women, who raped, uh, uh, who, who beheaded uh, men, who burnt babies alive, who kidnapped uh, little babies and, hostage and, uh, and Holocaust survivors, you name it. These are the people that you are supporting. Now, you cannot, it's like in World War II, the Allies are fighting the Nazis, okay? Chancellor Kohl of Germany said that Hamas are the new Nazis. So imagine now, the Allies are fighting the Nazis. They've invaded France after they were attacked by the Nazis. They, uh, they go into the cities of Germany. They're obviously, the Nazis are fighting within civilian quarters, and civilians get killed. In fact, many of them were killed. Millions were killed. Now, who do you protest against? Well, do you protest against the Nazis or do you protest uh, against the Allies? And what these people are doing is protesting for sheer evil. That's wrong. Like protesting against the Allies for the horrible things they were doing in response to what the Nazis did. And, you know, she asked them, it, I don't know that it's a fair exact question, but it's a question that represents the criticism that a lot of people are leveling. How many civilian deaths are you willing to bear in order to achieve your ultimate goal of eradicating Hamas. And, and by the way, within the context of just war theory, that's a fair question because it's always proportionality. Proportionality is the guiding principle of just war theory that the response has to be proportional to the danger, to the threat, to the end to be uh, achieved. And, you know, if you're, you're trying to kill one Hamas leader and you kill 50,000 civilians in the process, it's not proportional. If somebody, you know, launches a missile at you and you throw five nukes at them, that's not proportional. These are all the parameters of just war theory. So the question of how many civilians is too much is a fair enough question in its premise, but... If I had my way, there wouldn't be a single civilian death. If I had my way, no civilians would be killed. If Israel had its way and our calls would be heeded, they'll all be out of harm's way. And in fact, I'm saying this uh, luckily now, uh, unfortunately, uh, hundreds of thousands have moved out of harm's way, heeding our calls and uh, overcoming uh, Hamas's uh, threats at them at gunpoint, not to do leave you, the zone Do you of know fighting. how many civilians have I, been I think, killed, Mr. Prime Minister? Do you know how many civilians have been killed? Do you have an accounting of the number? I wouldn't trust the Hamas numbers. When you say Gazan officials, that's Hamas officials. What's that's your what number? What's ISIS your officials number? Do. It's lower than theirs. And what is most important, Kirsten, is that we see a steady decline in the number of civilian deaths as we uh, our ground action proceeds. Because basically people understand that they have to clear the way and they leave. And remember, our goal, and we're taking extraordinary efforts uh, to achieve it, is to minimize civilian casualties. This is our ethos. And here's the problem. We're faced with the most vicious kind of enemy who not only attacks civilians, but commits the other war crime yeah. of deliberately hiding behind their civilians. They use them as human shields. Yeah. They fire on our safe corridors that we give to Palestinian civilians. It's not Israel who's doing that. And if you allow them to use that tactic and succeed and be protected by it, you embolden anybody else to use that same tactic against Governments governed by rules and virtue and ethics, which is what Israel is and the United States is, for example. 753 on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Feel free to weigh in your thoughts at 437 1624 37.
1620. If you need work done on your vehicle, Bobby Likas Auto Service, they take care of it. If it's a import like a Porsche, a Mercedes, a Lexus, a BMW, they work on those cars all the time. You do not have to go to the original dealership or any other dealership or, you know, if that's in Mobile or if that's in Destin, well, that's a drive and that's a cost and that's a thing and you don't have to, you don't have to spend. You can go to Bobby Likas here on Davis Highway. They work on those cars all the time. Uh, they work on the diesel engines all the time. That's something that's a little bit different, okay? But they work on those, no problem, and anything else, okay? Your your runaround, your minivan, your uh, your SUV, your sedan, whatever the case may be, gas guzzler, you know, whatever it is, they work on all of those cars, and they make them run as well as they possibly can. And the idea is to see it routinely for the small stuff so that you can prevent and avoid as much as possible the big stuff, right? That's the whole preventative maintenance concept. The website is carclinicservice.com, like a healthcare clinic for your car, or just stop in at Bobby Likas Auto Service on Davis Highway. Hi, this is Todd Thompson, President and CEO of the Greater Pensacola Chamber of Commerce. Tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel for the Chamber Connection Show that will keep you informed on what's going on with your Chamber of Commerce. Tune in at 10 to find out about our upcoming events, all of our different programs, and what's happening with our local business community. It's the Chamber Connection Show every other Monday at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 923 AM 1620. When you were 18, you spent your spring break in Cancun. The party was legendary, and you speak of it often, even though you don't remember half of it. The geeky kid who sat across from you in math class stayed home, practicing calculus. You made fun of her. A lot. That is, until last year, when you owed the IRS a lot of money and called the certified public accountants at Benakis and Associates. And she answered the phone. Who's laughing now? The number crunchers at Benakis and Associates live and breathe accounting and tax preparation. It's practically in their DNA. When you need to know what the heck a Form 656-PPV is, call Benakis and Associates. When you need a QuickBooks Pro Advisor, call Benakis and Associates. When you need someone who practices long division for fun, Call Benakis and Associates, now in the historic district on 120 South Alconies and online at flacpas.com. Benakis and Associates, leave the numbers to the experts. Advertising, marketing, digital marketing, these are words you hear a lot about. But what exactly do they mean? How do you get started? Where do you get started? Well, you can start by tuning in to the Pensacola Expert Panel this morning at 1030. Join me, Tasca King. I'll show you how to navigate the changing and fast-growing landscape of digital advertising. This morning at 1030 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Fox News Guy Benson gives you the news and brings you the newsmakers every day at 2 on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Good morning, 7.56 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Uh, Jake has got our traffic for us. Jake? All right. Uh, looking over in Highway 90, uh, going through Milton as you're approaching Caroline Street, going over the bridge there, it's starting to slow down and back up there. Um, Highway 98 westbound going towards Avalon, uh, Garson Point area and Tiger Point, that's starting to back up as well, all the way back uh 
past uh, Ronnie's Car Wash back there. Also, Highway 29 um, south through Cantonment, uh, starting at Neal Road all the way past the raceway, starting to slow down quite a ways there. And uh, looks like the gates at NES are looking good, uh, and Whiting Field as well, and I-10 and I-110 are flowing smoothly. If you have any traffic info to report, text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Former President Trump's attorneys will start their defense today in New York's civil fraud trial. Donald Trump Jr. will be the defense defense's first witness. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott says he's heard the voters' message. They're telling me not now, Tim. Scott announced he's suspending his presidential campaign uh, during an interview with Fox News. And hey, scientists in Texas, Andrew, say they've discovered a new species of dinosaur. Uh, they say they... Living in Texas? Well, not anymore. Okay. Uh, Are they but, in the Bush uh, family? <laughs> scientists say they discovered some small fossils from this animal back in 2020, but they found more bones in the last week, and they believe it's an entirely new species, about six feet long, 20 to 60 pounds, and the uh, animal's Latin name translate to, translates to Cohen's grapevine jaw, combination of the uh, scientists that discovered it, Murphy Cohen, and the place it was found, Lake Grapevine, over near Dallas. I guess they haven't been listening. They didn't know they're not supposed to put people's names in there. That's right. I mean, that's the new problem is you don't put people's names on birds or anything else because eventually somebody's going to get canceled and then you got to change the whole nomenclature, so that's no good. Uh, David, thank you for the reminder of uh, the things that get canceled in the future. Anytime. Thanks so much. 758 News Radio 92.3. Oh, I've got a uh, I've got a sound for you. You ready? This is your uh, this is your identify that sound of the day. The corn popper. That's right. Finally in the Toy Hall of Fame, the corn popper with that that beautiful plastic blue handle and the always scarred and muffed, you know, translucent dome with the little balls would pop up against when you roll it. Finally made it into the Hall of Fame. Now, if you thought that that was the um, uh, the trouble dice popper. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, it was a slow, that was you, a slow pop. You played, you played other games as a kid, which is I, fine, I which is fine. You're listening to News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Free's Milton, Pensacola.